you're like, man, this is great. We're getting out early tonight. All right. Ecclesiastes chapter 8. Fooled you. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Ecclesiastes chapter 8, I just need to wake you up a little bit, all right, some of you sleeping, amen, (laughs) yeah, amen, I like that, I like that, appreciate you brother Martini, amen, Ecclesiastes chapter 8 tonight please, amen and amen, I've enjoyed going through this book verse by verse, God teaching me along the way. And, um, you know, sometimes I struggle with it. I was struggling with chapter 8 this, uh, this week, just reading through it, trying to understand it, asking God for wisdom, asking the Holy Spirit to illuminate it to me and so I can understand it and teach it. And uh, I just kept scratching my head and saying, Lord, <laughs> help me. <laughs> Amen. And uh, we can learn together. We can grow together. And let's, let's do that. And we'll ask, uh, uh, and we've asked him to, to help us along the way. Look at verse 1. Who is as the wise man? And who knoweth the interpretation of a thing? A man's wisdom maketh his face to shine, and the boldness of his face shall be changed. Okay, we can understand that. All right. Um, I have something written here. It says, the wisdom of God sets a man far above others. It will show. Man, you get around a man of God that uh, has the wisdom of God on him, and you can tell it that he's been walking with God. I want to be around a man like that. It rubs off. Right? Walk with wise men if you want to be wise, the Bible says. And uh, remember Moses coming down off the mountain? He'd been with God. His face was shining so bright he had to put a veil over his face. Man, I, that's, uh, that's not what he's speaking of here. It's not that your face is physically going to glow. It's not that uh, Brother Marion comes in here and we've got to put our sunglasses on because he's just glowing bright. But you can tell when a man walks with God. Like those, uh, like those disciples in the book of Acts. And it said they, they knew that those men had been with Jesus. And uh, Stephen, when he was being stoned to death, remember that? He's looking up at, at, at uh, the right hand of God there, looking at uh, the Savior as he's being stoned. He says, Lord, lay it not to their account. And people could tell that he was a man of God. Amen. All right? Amen. And he was a deacon. But he was filled with the Spirit of God. Amen. Just because you don't have a title... Or just because you don't get to preach behind a pulpit doesn't mean you can't be a man of God. Or a lady of God, too. Amen. All right. Didn't want to leave you out there. All right, good. Let's continue. I counsel thee, verse 2, to keep the king's commandment, and that in regard of the oath of God. All right. I'm going to read that again, but I'm going to read it in the context. There's several verses here say this, say along the same lines. I counsel thee to keep... The king's commandment, and that in regard of the oath of God. Be not hasty to go out of his sight. Stand not in an evil thing, for he doeth whatsoever pleaseth him. Where the word of the king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, What doest thou? Whoso keepeth the commandment shall feel no evil thing. And a wise man's heart discerneth both time and judgment. All right, he's talking about the king here. All right. He says, uh, he says, I want you, he says, I'm telling you, I'm counseling you to follow the king's commandment. Don't go against your authority. That's what he's saying here. Now that seems contrary to, to what we live in this world today, doesn't it? Everybody wants to buck authority, don't they? Everybody wants to go against authority. 
Well, oh, bless God. No, God's saying follow the authority. There's a lot of scripture that has to do with that in the, in the Word of God. We need to remember that. Because sometimes, instead of us remembering what God wants, we start getting a little vocal in our flesh on the political realm. Yeah? And we start saying all this nonsense, and we look like we, we're going right along with these folks that are just trying to rebel against authority. So we've got to be careful of this thing. There is a balance to all these things. We understand that. And the Bible teaches that. All right, in the book of Titus, chapter 3, he tells us to, to, to be subject to, uh, to principality, principalities and powers and magistrates. Uh, in Matthew 22, Jesus said, Pay under, uh, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's, right? And give unto God what is God's. We, God sets up government. But we forget that. We forget that. Let's look at some other scripture. How about uh, Romans chapter 13? Would you flip over there real quick, please? Don't lose your place in Ecclesiastes, but Romans 13. Here's a spot where God explains some things about it. Romans 13. God says that promotion comes from the north. It means it comes from Him. You ever, we, we sometimes lose sight of it because we get wrapped up in all the news and the world and what everything's going. But remember, the Israelites went to Babylon, the the People of Judah went to Babylon because God let it happen. It was judgment upon them. They were underneath the Persian kings because God made it happen. And they came out of that, praise God. Look at this, verse, uh, Romans 13, verse 1. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be, look at this now. The powers that be are ordained of God. There's a lot a couple years ago about this thing and elections and all this stuff. You know why we have the president we have? Right here. Now what that Bible says right there? It says it's ordained of God. Perhaps, it, perhaps we have the leadership and government that we have because it's judgment. It's very possible. Because America is not what it used to be. Now, sometimes we get parts in the Bible that aren't so easy. This is one of those, isn't it? Especially when you don't agree with your leadership. Especially when you don't line up with those that are in authority above you. But God says be subject. That means be obedient. That means fall underneath of. Okay? You say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. But if they're not, if they're not saved and, and there's, there's sin going on there and all that, we have evidence in the Scripture. We have uh, principles in the Bible where it's better to obey God than man. There comes a time where that's going to be. Daniel did it, didn't he? He went to underneath the Nebuchadnezzar, and he didn't go in with his fists raised up and, and being all mad and heated and all that stuff. They would have just killed him. But he went to his authority, was the prince of the eunuchs, remember that? And he said, would you just prove us? We can't, we can't, eat what the kings wants us to eat. So would you allow us to eat what we want to eat and you prove us after a short time and see if, see if you like the way we look. Remember that? And he was obedient to God and he was kind to those that were in authority to him. Okay? He honored them in that way. 
Okay? But then you see Daniel in the lion's den that whole time where he had to pray as an older man. Remember that? And he openly did what he was supposed to do before God. But yet God's telling us there's, that's why there's a balance here. God's telling us here to be obedient. Let me read it again. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are, are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. That's a strong verse right there, isn't it? Yeah, we resist the power that God set up. We bring upon ourselves damnation. Wow. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. For he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore, ye must needs be subject not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. All right, there's another passage I want to turn to. 1 Peter 2. 1 Peter 2. Again, this is one of those spots in there in the Word of God that you say, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. It's not so hard when things are going well and going our way. But it's a little harder when it's not going our way. But that's where it is. Are we going to be obedient to the whole counsel of God or just to the parts that are easy? That's the difficulty. That's the difficult part, isn't it? Okay. I'm in First uh, Peter two, verse thirteen. Bible says, "Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme, or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him, for the punishment of evil doers and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God." That with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. We would do well, Christians. We would do well if we would obey the authority God has put in front of us and over us and do right before God at the same time with a good attitude. We would do well. You look at, you look at Abraham and Sarah. You think Sarah liked what Abraham said she was going to do? Yeah, you, you're my sister, not my wife. You're my sister going into to, to this guy's house. You think she liked that? Whew. I don't know about you ladies, but Marie would not stand for that, okay? <laughs> what are you doing? Right? I'm not saying she's rebellious and all that, but... She'd tell me a thing or two. <laughs> okay? But she was subject to Abraham and God protected her because she was obedient. It's interesting. It's interesting. The Bible says God protected her. God, God made sure that things just were okay with that. And uh, praise the Lord for that. All right, back in, our, back in our text here. I counsel thee to keep the king's commandment and that in regard of the oath of God. Okay, there's one. Scratch your head on that one a little minute. And that in, the, in regard to the, of the oath of God. When I began to study that, I realized that in the Bible, kings would actually have um, uh, set up uh, an oath that the people and the king would do before God 
that they were going to, um, that the people were going to obey the king and that the king was going to follow God. Uh, it happened in the days of Joash, where the high priest, I believe his name was Jehoiada, if I'm not mistaken. It might have been a little different than that. But he led the people to make an oath before God that they were going to follow the king. There was a little bit of revival going on during that time. All right? Um, Solomon. Solomon made a man uh, take an oath before God. His name was Shimei. Uh, remember when David and Absalom and all that was going on and David had to leave town? Remember he was leaving Jerusalem? And there was a man down by the river that was cursing him? Do you remember that? His name was Shimei. And David, as he's an old man and Solomon's taken over, he says, you remember that man Shimei. Be careful of him. And Solomon went to him and said, I'm going to have mercy and I'm going to let you live. But you're going to live right here in Jerusalem and so I can keep an eye on you. And you're going to make an oath before God. And we're going we're gonna to just do this thing like this. And he, made a, he had to make an oath before God that he was going to serve Solomon and stay right there in Jerusalem. You know what happened? He broke that oath. And Solomon had to take care of it. But he made an oath before God that he was going to follow Solomon and stay right there. Even in the Babylonian and Persian uh, empires, they, they traditionally, history tells us, that they would make the people that they conquered, they would make those people uh, um, give an oath to their gods that they would follow this new empire. They would make them do it. And so I didn't understand that completely until I started reading a little bit and, and uh, understanding this, this oath of God. It goes on to verse 3. Be not hasty to go out of his sight. In other words, don't just forsake your authority and run away. Don't turn your back on him and just run. But there's a balance here. Look at this. Be not hasty to go out of his sight, but stand not in an evil thing. There's the balance, okay? Don't just run away. Don't just be quick to, to turn. But also, don't you stand for something that's wicked. There's balance there. See that? And we need to do that. It's, it's right of us to stand in our country for, for righteousness sake. And to speak out against sin. But remember that governments of men are ordained by God. Okay? You respect those police officers. You respect them. You show them respect. Because they're authority that has been placed over top of us. Praise God for them. They still protect and they still serve. And I don't care what all the news media says. Praise the Lord for them. Let's show them respect. Amen. And if you think that uh, what they've done is not, not right, well then you can go to court and you can challenge that. That's the way, that's the U.S. way. Praise God for it. But don't talk down to them and don't just uh, uh, tear them down and, and put them out there on social media and talk all of this stuff about them. You respect them for the authority that they are. Because praise God, when somebody's at your home that you don't want there, who are you going to call? You with me? Amen. Let's respect the authority that God has put. Be not hasty to go out of his sight. Stand not in an evil thing, for he doeth whatsoever pleases him. All right, the king's going to do what he wants. Okay? Sometimes we can go along with it, and, and sometimes we've got to stand against it. But we've got to do that balance and be right before God. That's what he's saying here. Because the king's going to do what he wants. Where, is the word of, where the word of a king is, there is power. Okay, the king's powerful. He can speak and he can make things happen. And who may say unto him, what doest thou? In other words, I don't, I don't have much power against the king. Okay, what he wants, he's going to get. 
And I need to follow that. God put them there. I need to follow that as long as it lines up with God. But sometimes I've got to stand against it. And I've got to do right before God on this thing. I'm not going to be able to ch- change the king. And he's going to get what he wants. I can't challenge that. We have more say in the United States of America. But still, I don't have, I don't have that much say against what the president does. I'm one person. Okay? And I've got to do right before God. See the balance that he's teaching? He's been teaching us balance all through this book. We've got to follow the authorities that God has set up. But sometimes we have to stand for righteousness even when it's a threat to our home and to our family. Okay, there's a balance there. Okay, but again, in today's world, it seems like if we don't like something, then we can just stand and speak against it and and buck the system and call people out and and def- uh, uh, tear them down on, on, on the news and the media and social media and all this stuff. I don't see that in Scripture. I see where I'm supposed to respect them and pray for them and follow them. Amen? It's tough. Listen, uh, I was just handed, just handed in the last week, a pamphlet of something that was handed out in Martinsburg for, I don't even remember the name of it, but it was... It was, um, help me, brother, socialism. socialism. It was a socialist party. Somebody's trying to stir up something here in Martinsburg and have for a socialist party. I read that thing, and I was, a little, I was burning up a little bit, you know, because that's a bunch of nonsense. Okay, if you know your history, you know you don't want any part of that. Okay, but I, I thought, well... Let me just see what this is about. Maybe I got it wrong or something. Maybe they don't know what they're talking about. So I looked them up on the internet. And then it got a little worse. And it was saying stuff on there about uh, how they wanted to get rid of, rid of the legislative branch and the executive branch. So that the same people that, that, that make the laws can enforce the laws. And I said, what are you nuts? How dumb is that? You know what that's called? That's called a king. That's called a tyrant. And we fought against that. And we stood against the tyrant so that we could be free. Amen. And we made when our founding fathers knew what they were doing. They knew their history. And they built a, a, a checks and balances so that, so that one man couldn't say, this is a law and, and, and I'm going to make sure you follow it. No, there's checks and balances put in place. Amen. So that when, the, when the president's not doing right, the Congress can hold them accountable. When the Congress isn't doing right, the, the Supreme Court can hold them accountable. Amen? There's checks and balances for a reason. Praise God for the American way. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I couldn't believe that. I was getting a little stirred up on that thing. <laughs> hey, we need to teach our kids because they're, you know what they're being taught in school and what they're seeing on, the, on TV and all this? Socialism, socialism, socialism. Let the government pay for everything. That's what they're being taught. That's not freedom. Well, but, but, but isn't it nice that everybody can have health care? Yeah, now I've got to turn in a sheet every year that proves that I have health care to when I do my taxes. You with me? And so do you. At least I had to last time I did my taxes, all right? I don't know if they do that down here. Well, they have to, all right? You've got to prove that. That's not freedom. Now, I believe in health care. Praise God for it, especially when you're diabetic. It's expensive. But I don't need some person in authority telling me I've got to have it. Okay? 
I know everybody falls on different sides of this thing. I'm preaching a lot of opinion at the moment. And let me just say that. You can throw it away if you don't like it. But I praise God for the United States of America, what it's been. And I'm going to fight for what, what we got. Because I don't think it's right. And when, when I, the reason I'm saying all that is because socialism is one. It's just it's the path. It's a stepping stone to communism. And communism's totalitarian, where God's not in the picture, and everybody's equal, and nobody can do anything. They're not free. We fought against that in the 40s, and in the 50s, into the 60s. And we've forgotten our history. Right? We've forgotten our history. Now, how to get off on all that? Praise God. Okay? You follow your authority, okay? Unless it, it doesn't line up with the Lord. Okay? We've got to have balance there. Okay? But let's teach... To our children. And let's be careful. Let me, let me have balance in everything I just said. Alright? Let me have balance in that. Don't let the tail wag the dog. Because it's easy for somebody like me, what I just did, and, and I'm trying to teach. I'm trying to teach. But it's easy for me to let this pulpit be all about those things. And don't let the tail wag the dog. In other words, my purpose is to win souls to Christ. My purpose is to preach the gospel. My purpose is to help people grow in the Word of God. Amen? And what we're real good about is, is being vocal about what we believe politically and doing all that stuff on social media and all that. And we don't do anything about preaching the gospel. So let's be careful. Let's keep that balance and not let the tail wag the dog. Let's do right before God. And we can stand for what we have in this country and what we believe is right. But let's do it. Let's do it in the right priority. Right? Amen? Amen and amen. Let's keep going. Verse, uh, verse 5. Whoso keepeth the commandment shall feel no evil thing. In other words, you follow what the king's doing and you keep the king's commandment. It's easier for you in your home. And a wise man's heart discerneth both time and judgment. There's a time. And sometimes you've got to make a judgment call. Right? A wise man knows that sometimes you, you have to do this and sometimes you've got to keep your mouth shut. What am I saying? I'm saying sometimes you've got to learn to pick your battles. Okay? If I, if I start challenging this person right here, just giving you an example. Uh, Brother June and I were talking about this last night. We was out soul winning. And, uh, you know, we, we, people challenge you on something and, and you want to, you want to debate it, right? You want to, man, the Bible says this and all that. But we were out last night. We were out there to talk about all these other things. We're talking about Jesus Christ and getting saved. And there's a time and place for everything. All right. But sometimes you just got to whoop and don't fight that battle right there because you want to see that person get saved. And if, and if I get them mad, they ain't going to get saved. You with me? If you get them mad, they ain't going to get saved. Sometimes uh, uh, folks don't understand that, and they get so aggressive, and they get all, and they're trying to. Well, we had somebody last night, Brother June. We had somebody challenge us on on what's the actual Sabbath. <laughs> Praise God, Hallelujah! Let's forget about that. You need to get saved. Amen? Amen. We can talk about that stuff later. That's right. Okay, you got We need regeneration here. We got to get born again. You've got you to be a child of God and have the Spirit of God. Then we can start developing these kind of things. All right? Pick your battles. Pick your battles. All right? And um, that's what he's talking about here. Moving on. Verse number 6. Because to every purpose there is 
time and judgment, therefore the misery of man is great upon him. All right? To every purpose there is time and judgment. We've got to pick, uh, he's talking about the wise man here, discerneth both time and judgment, and to every purpose there's time and judgment. All right? I have a note here written, I've got to read it here. Bad things will happen, but if we wasted time and we learn nothing from it, uh, it, we make it to be worse, all right? It, things, things are going to go awry. Things are going to happen. Sometimes it's going to go our way and sometimes it's not. It rains on everybody, doesn't it? It rains on everybody. Let's do right before God. Let's follow what He told us to follow our leadership. And sometimes we're going to have to stand against it when God tells us to. But let's do right. Let's do right. Let's not dwell on the fact, and he's going to get into this in just a minute, but sometimes it seems like it's going really good for the wicked. And sometimes it seems like it's so tough for those that are trying to do right. But if we dwell on that, we'll go nuts. Let's just remember God's in charge. And I'm on the winning side. Amen. If you don't know that, we can take care of that tonight. I know the end of the story because i got it right here in front of me. Amen. Amen. I know the Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Amen. Come on. Verse 7. For he knoweth not that which shall be, for who can tell him when it shall be? All right. Talking about uh, man trying to figure out when everything's going to happen. Look, here's the context. Verse 8. There is no man that hath power over the Spirit to retain the Spirit. Neither hath he power in the day of death. And there is no discharge in that war. Neither shall wickedness deliver those that are given to it. Now you have no control of when you're going to die. That's not up to you. That's up to the Lord. You don't have control when your children are going to die. That's not up to you. It's up to the Lord. Alright, so let's not, let's not make our whole life about that thing and be worried about it. Let's trust God and keep doing right. And sometimes that means standing and having to be brave in a fight. That you, don't, you, didn't want to, you didn't pick and you didn't want to be a part of. But God put you there and you're not in control of your death. Okay, There have been men that have gone to jail for what they believe. There have been men that have burned at the stake for what they believe. We are sissies today. Aren't we? We've gotten comfortable in the freedoms that we've had. And we don't really know how to stand anymore. There might be a day when we need to coming soon. Especially the way of the things that we're seeing. Some of the stuff we talked about tonight already. All this have I seen and applied my heart unto every work that is done under the sun. There is a time wherein one man ruleth over another to his own hurt. Alright? We can, we can keep going tonight, but we're out of time. and School's in session now and all of that. And so I want to I be kind to our time. It's a little bit after eight. Hey, there, God's trying to teach us some things here that... We live, we live in America, and some things we're going to agree with and some things we aren't. Let's be faithful to Him, and while we're doing that, we can follow our authority until sin comes up. Now, most of the time, we can do okay following our authority, but every once in a while, we've got to stand. Okay? And I'm not going to get into all this COVID stuff and all this other stuff. You've got to do what's right for your family. Okay? But again, let's not, let's not let the tail wag the dog. Amen. Okay? Let's do right before God. Amen. Let's have personal convictions of our own lives and our own family 
teaching our family, this is why we believe this. And we're going to do right. And we'll be willing to take that battle if God chooses us, tells us to stand. Amen? Amen. Lord, help us tonight, please. Thank you for a Wednesday night Bible study. Thank you for teaching us. And Lord, help us, please, to be following the government and authorities that you have set up. Lord, this is a tough thing in Scripture, Lord, to to live sometimes. Uh, Lord, it's not one of them easy things, especially when it just seems like it's so contrary to the American way, to the freedoms that we've known. Uh, It seems as if some people are just trying to tear it down and take it away and change it. God, it just it gets under our skin a little bit. Help us to remember that we have a purpose. Lord, we have a purpose to, 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 of being here. And Lord, it's more important that we win souls for Christ for eternity's sake. Lord, for your sake. Lord, that it's more important that we do that than we fight every little battle that sometimes we fight. Help us to remember our purpose. Have our priorities in, uh, straight. Lord, have eternity in view. Help us to be faithful to you, please. We thank you, we love you, and we ask your blessing upon us now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.